Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, you lovely lot, and welcome back to your back-to-back FM Tales episode. So, again, just to keep you guys in the loop, as I mentioned on yesterday's episode, at the moment we are currently regrouping and <laughs> refinding health before we do a full big record with both me and Tony. If you're wondering why that is, it's to save you f- about two minutes of me having a coughing fit um, as I wheeze for air <laughs> and breathe. With these smaller episodes, I can make it sound like it's all coherent and I'm not coughing my lungs up at some point. So, usual service is going to resume on Tuesday the 4th of January with an episode with myself and Tony which will be episode number 68 with loads of fun and games involved there but in the meantime we're going to continue with the FM Tales episodes with number 7 on Patreon and number 2 here if you're listening on the main feed and last time around I told you about two back-to-back championship winning seasons at Halifax but I left you on a cliffhanger As I said, there was something, a job offer, that came about that it was too good to refuse. That's right, like the Godfather, it was an offer too good to refuse. And much like the Godfather, it ended badly. Mmm, spoilers. So, a job came up and an interview came about at a little old team in the MLS called Toronto FC. Now... Obviously, the aim of this save is to become the best in Canada and improve the Canadian Premier League and get that rating up as the best league in North America and all that jazz. But the reason why I took the Toronto job was the the club vision was very interesting because it was as follows. Develop players with the youth system, sign players based in Canada, and sign Canadian players players now so toronto's facilities are excellent training facilities superb youth facilities good academy coaching which could be better exceptional youth recruitment now my thought process here was if i went to toronto for two or three seasons i could generate some very good Canadian talent within our youth academy. They have Toronto FC 2, they have the Toronto FC Academy, and we can generate some good Canadian players. We can take some Canadian players from the Canadian Premier League, bring them into our our good facilities and develop a little bit further before maybe selling them off. So I was generally thinking, well, I've got... I think it was. I think I had three years, four years until the salary cap completely went from the Canadian Premier League. So I was like, well, in the interim, I can produce some good players, get improve them at a faster rate, and then sell them back to to CPL teams. So that was the plan with this. Now, it started well over at Toronto as we were immediately in the the CONCACAF Champions League slash North American Champions League and we're joining against Nashville and we navigated that really easy won the first leg 4-1 rotated heavily um, for the second leg and drew 1-1 but went through we won our first MLS game 5-2 I was super excited and then we got drawn against Chivas Guadalajara 
in the Champions League. We managed to get a respectable 1-1 draw in the first leg. And then the wheels fell off. We lost 2-1 at Columbus and then lost 2-1 to Chivas before playing Columbus again in the MLS, both of these MLS games, and we lost 2-0 there. I had forgotten about the crazy MLS scheduling. So Chivas and Columbus, both, both, both home and away, those games happen between the 14th of March and the 23rd of March. Mmm, I've forgotten about that schedule. And it kind of just went on from there. We managed to get a win against DC United, a couple of draws, another win, before losing four in a row and drawing a couple before then getting back a little bit in form. Those four games I lost... That's when I had the meeting. Yes, I had the Tony Jameson special. Sit down with the board uh, and have to explain to them how I'm going to turn this around. I did. I managed to do it. I managed to do it. I, I went from a... I think we were right down at the bottom of, of of our conference. Like I think second to bottom of the conference. And like third, second to bottom from overall standing to like i think we're on an e rating maybe to end up finishing the season on a b minus which i think was a win and we really picked up some momentum and did some good things we only lost one game in july and that was an away leg of the Canadian Championship quarter-final against Cavalry, which we'd won the first leg 5-0, so I rotated. Then in August, we only lost one game to Seattle. We won every other single game, and then that was pretty much the, the, the story all the way through to the rest of the season. And at the end of the season is when it got interesting because we'd actually managed to get to the finals of the Canadian Championship, which is expected for for Toronto but we did have to beat Vancouver in the semi-finals and we did home leg 3-1 away leg 3-0 and then we ended up meeting Atletico Ottawa in the final and uh, the first leg ended 2-0 and then the second leg to take the trophy ended 8-0 so we did manage to win a Canadian championship but it was very much expected for Toronto and a team of Toronto's size. More impressively, the League's Cup, we managed to get to the final of the League's Cup. Now, we didn't have too much trouble along the way. We had Cincinnati in the quarterfinals before we got Cruz Azul in the semifinals that we managed to beat 1-0. Waiting for us in the final was a big team, though, and that big team was Club America. And this is unfortunately where our season did sort of taper out whimper out a little bit as we drew nil nil in the final of the league's cup and lost on penalties to america we only met we only missed one but they scored all of their penalties and then we did make the playoffs but we lost in the eastern conference first round to atlanta 2-1 after extra time so it wasn't a great first season it was frustrating. We started off really badly, managed to regroup, found a tactic that, that suited the sort of players that I wanted to do, uh, wanted to use, wanted to bring through, but it just didn't feel right. Something just felt off, and I had a decision to make, 
And I'll let you know what decision I made after this. Yes, 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 yes. I had a decision to make. Was I going to stick around or was I not? I was. I text Tony this and I said, I don't know what it is, but I'm really not enjoying Toronto. I I think it might be that I ended up signing a lot of like young players because I had a, a really good scouting network. I went global. Uh, I went to teams like Mimosas, Generation Foot, Went and found some really good wonder kids that I brought in and then promoted loads of young Canadian players and bought some exciting young Canadian players. And I think I might have tried to do things too quickly or I didn't do things quickly enough. It was weird. I kept a couple of older players around. For example, Jefferson Soltaldo is still there. (laughs) He's under age of 33. And I didn't really kind of either commit to all the young players or... Or I'll keep an experience. It just the 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 flow of it wasn't great. But I stuck around for the beginning of the second season, and we started pretty well. We we drawn Club Lyon in the Champions League. We won the first leg three nil. Won the second leg one nil. But it just still didn't feel quite right. Tactically, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And then we lost to Montreal in our first game in the MLS two one. We managed to beat New England four nil. And the next game after that. We drew Cincinnati in the Champions League and we lost the first leg 1-0 and we lost the second leg 1-0 and we're out of the Champions League again. And that was the catalyst for me to walk away. <laughs> That's right. I I quit. I resigned Toronto as I was very much torn and not enjoying it. Now I've had time to reflect on that decision. I do think I've got some real... MLS fatigue having played MLS saves over the last well it's probably the last three editions of this game but last two editions definitely and took him very serious I just didn't adjust back to that schedule or the rule structure or the expectations of Toronto as well very well at all it just felt slightly off I'd got some coaching badges as well but I don't think my reputation was quite good enough to be managing a club the size of Toronto as well, so I didn't have the 100% backing of all the players. Uh, It might have been a case of right club, wrong time, but either way, I wasn't feeling it, so I decided to walk away. But I knew what I wanted to do. It was just going to be a question of what team was going to bring me back in. So let me tell you about the team that brought me back in to the Canadian Premier League. So we were back on the job market and I was keeping an eye on a few jobs. We got offered a few jobs, like random jobs like Austin and Nashville. And I was like, no, 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 I'm not not managing American teams and I'm not managing back in the uh, MLS. So... The first most interesting job that popped up was Pacific FC. Remember them? Played them twice in the finals 
of the Canadian Premier League with Halifax and we beat them twice. Now they were bottom of the table and were in a mess. Which intrigued me because there was only real one team that was as bad as them and that was Halifax Wanderers. It had all gone wrong within a season at Halifax Wanderers and that did did hurt a little bit. But I did take it upon myself where I thought, okay, cool, we can do something with Pacific here um, and then we can build from the bottom and, and, and work our way back to a championship. And I took the job and I was very happy with it and I, I had a long-term goal. Now, as I mentioned, I came in and we were bottom of the table. We pretty much hit the ground running. If I was being brutally honest, we were very fortunate to, to immediately get into some wins. We beat Edmonton 2-1. We then were in the Canadian Championship and we were in the qualifying rounds. We drew Oakland Blue Devils, who are a amateur club. We won in the first leg 4-0. We lost in the second leg 1-0, but it's because it was away and I'd rotated the team already. But we were doing really well in the Canadian Premier League. We did lose to Valor 3-2. But overall, I was pretty happy with our performance. We actually ended up losing to Halifax Wanderers 1-0 as well, which again stung a little bit because the old team. But in the Canadian Championship quarter-finals, we managed to beat Cavalry 3-1 in the first leg and 2-1 in the away leg to set up a semi-final draw against two Toronto FC. Can you hear Tony screaming the word narrative all the way from his humble abode? Yes, you can. Yep, we drew Toronto, and we got a very, very respectable 2-2 draw in the first leg at home with with Toronto, who scraped a goal in the 88th minute before we scored in the 90th minute. It was uh, very, very, very pleasing indeed in terms of result. We unfortunately did get knocked out by them despite me trying to ruin that club <laughs> um, and, and take them down we lost 1-0 at their place in the second leg and we're out of the, the Canadian Championship but do not worry because in the Canadian Premier League do you believe in miracles because I do in the Canadian Premier League we managed to finish third which meant that we got through to the playoffs now all season we had lost to Valor I mentioned we lost 3-2 to them we then lost at home 2-0 to them they are a very very strong team and they were the team basically that I was hoping to avoid on our journey now we managed to draw Forge FC in the playoff slash semi-final we drew 1-1 and got through on penalties and who was waiting for us in the final but none other than Valor. I was like, okay, well, we've done an incredible job to come from the bottom of the table, get into the playoffs, be in the championship final. But we should have had more faith because we did beat Valor for the first time in the season in the final 1-0, 79th minute goal from a gentleman called Averna Tempo. Yes, he is a new gem and that is a brilliant name. Very, very satisfying win indeed. But there is one key player in this team that helped us go all the way, who I have dubbed the Pacific Perlo. It is Tevin Shaw. 
Now, Tevin Shaw is a Jamaican international. Real life, he plays for Atletico Ottawa. But in this universe and this time of the game where we are in 2031, Tevin Shaw is 34 years old and turned in to a deep-lying playmaker extraordinaire he was unbelievable he had nine assists in in all competitions and most importantly set up that winning goal in the final interestingly what we what we settled on tactically was was originally a 4-1-4-1 that was a balanced mentality and we kept the ball Short passing, short passing, short passing. And my, because my thought process was, we're so bad as a team <laughs> that we need to keep the ball as much as we possibly can because I'm worried about how, how we're going to defend against it. And it just worked for us. We were, like I said, we were in a 4 1 4 1. And then I, man, I managed to sort of change us to a 4 4 2. So we had a little bit more going forward because I brought in a, a striker. But the, uh, Tevin Shaw is, is dropping in as a, as a deep line playmaker support in that one while uh, the other central midfielder is in midfield as well. So it is like a 4-4-2, but I, I was changing between those two form- formations. And we completed a miracle championship victory in our first season at Pacific, finishing the year with an A-plus rating for manager performance. So first half a season back of the Canadian Premier League, and I've won the, the, the whole thing all over again so the question is now what happens going forward with pacific and one well i'm going to be filling you in next time on fm tales about that one maybe even on the main podcast as well as we are we have stayed with pacific we're not walking away from this one we're feeling good we're feeling like we can build something there's a youth academy here there's an under 18s we're getting a youth intake every year some exciting stuff going on including that championship win. Question is going to be now that we head into the the CONCACAF Champions League, how can we do against the big Liga MX and MLS teams? Can we hold our own as underdogs? I'm going to let you know in the future episodes. So just a reminder, again, normal service will be resuming on January 4th for myself and Tony with a usual episode there. And if you do want to listen to all the FM tales, including one from Tony himself, he gives us a, an update of what was going on in Slemon. You can find all that over on our Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash football manager therapy. In the meantime, make sure you are taking care of yourselves and we'll see you next time on Football Manager Therapy.